You're listening to the Uncharted Podcast. Welcome back. Today's guest is Steve Murphy, where we talk to him about a 10-year relationship and how he's been able to navigate and emphasize relationships and everything he does from friendships to work to his colleagues to his partnerships with his customers. Enjoy today's episode after a quick advertisement by our sponsors, NetSuite, Montpack, and Duplicate. Best thing about a business is as it scales, you start being buried in manual work. At some point, cracks start to emerge. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025, one. 37,000, that's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by or 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One, because your business is one of a kind, so you get a customized solution for all your KPIs. That is key performance indicators in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow all in one place. That is exactly what I've done time after time for our businesses and when we were scaling at AutoMile. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely for free at netsuite.com slash scale. That is netsuite.com slash scale to get your own KPI checklist at netsuite.com slash scale. I've learned the hard way to only work with the best. For anything related to business accounting, bookkeeping, and finance, the team at Monpack is my go-to. They've absolutely nailed it and taken care of me of the three to four startups I've worked at previously. And anyone that works with them can't endorse them enough. Their SaaS accounting service is sophisticated, scalable, and an amazing value. For me personally, they're trustworthy, high integrity, and just great people. Grab a free consultation with one of their experts at monpack.com. That is M-O-N-T-P-A-C.com. Montpack.com. Running a startup or managing a platform engineering team demands speed, quality, and compliance awareness. The dilemma often boils down to hiring more DevOps talent or overworking existing staff. Meet DupliCloud, the team that's challenged themselves to create a DevOps automation solution that frees their customers from tedious cloud infrastructure tasks, such as provisioning, landing zones, security controls, and much, much more. DupliCloud's intelligent solution is a game changer for fast-growing companies. Experience it yourself with a demo with one of their product specialists. Mention this podcast and you can get two free months on an annual subscription with no strings attached. Go to DuploCloud.com slash Uncharted to claim this offer and get started today. That is DuploCloud.com slash Uncharted to get started today. This is your host, Poya. I have Stephen Murphy on the show. Him and I have had a 10-year friendship relationship that started as you joined HackerRank, but we've helped each other both personally in our personal life, but also in our careers. And I thought it would be fun to talk about what makes those relationships work. Steve, give some context on how we got to know each other. If I recall, it was November 2014. I know it was November because it was Movember and I had a weak mustache. You had a strong one. Honestly, I was traveling home to Chicago at that time and we met in the airport. We bonded over our mustaches. We bonded over drinks at the airport bar. And I, once we got to know each other, you told me that you weren't feeling the hottest about San Francisco. So talk a little bit about what was going through your head. I graduated college and 
my brother was in Berkeley at the time. And honestly, I didn't have much of a plan, but I wanted to go on a road trip. So I moved further west and I wasn't loving the first couple months. And I was going to go back to Chicago for a little bit and just kind of reassess things, maybe get a job in finance. Who knows? Of course, we met in the airport. I woke up in Lake Forest, Illinois, and extended a hand to me. And eventually that turned into a good run at HackerRank, a great run at Bug Crowd, and various stops along the way in B2B SaaS. But serendipity for sure. It's funny how life works out that way. We exchange numbers because you're like, I'm looking for my next role. You put your phone number in my phone and it said, Steve Murphy, hit this bro up about the HackerRank job. <laughs> if you're open to it, how has that helped you? Dude, HackerRank was a special time. <clears throat> First of all, it kept me in San Francisco, a city I love. When I first started there, it was so cool to take the 90-minute train ride from you know, San Francisco down to Mountain View or whatever it was for Lyft and Uber. And for the longest time, I couldn't believe that I was in Silicon Valley. And where that headquarters was, it was so cool. Literally week one. Hacker Rank was Disruptor 30, getting to meet Jay Holly, interviewing with Don, and it was cool. Eventually, that commute wore on me, and I was like, all right, let's 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 move to Bug Crowd. It's kind of crazy sometimes I think about, like, uh, all of us commuted for 90 minutes to two hours <laughs> to get from one, one way. place. Yeah, one, one way, man. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, I wouldn't trade it in any way because I... I think when you start off in your career, being in that office environment, from at least I'll speak for myself, was critical, right? It I, I had it at HackRank. I had it at Oracle. Not only it forces you to put in your eight to 10 hours day after day, but if you recall, you sat maybe two desks away from me and we were partners, right? Like you did the SDR job, I did the AE job, but I think it was pretty impactful for you and me to be able to like learn from each other's mistakes. I think starting off in your career, maybe it helps to be in an office environment. We closed a lot of business together, which was a lot of fun. How I wound up in account management was sitting on calls with Nate and Jeff Gordon too. So I would definitely agree with that. And it was a lot of fun, man. There was something cool being in an office above like a coffee shop on, I forget the street in Mountain View and Castro. Yeah, Castro Street. It was a lot of fun. And uh, there's something cool about being like in that mix. When you hear an idea and it clicks, just like you told me in the airport and what I've heard at other spots, it's like being in the building does, it it means something. At some point, you decided to move from AE to account management. How did you think through that? When we were at that first startup experience, I got to sit on calls with those AMs. And I really appreciated like the relationships that they were building and also their impact on revenue. Like it was cool to set up a meeting. It was great to close a deal, but I envied the relationships that account managers were building. And it was something that I really wanted for myself. I didn't see a direct path for that where we worked together at HackerRank. So the stars aligned. I had good friends who were joining this really cool startup and security called Bug Crowd. Also happened to be based 10 minutes walking distance from my home. And they also were looking for their first account manager. <laughs> I think in terms of the driver, it was just something that I really wanted. 
like it, it felt right for me. I like taking care of people. I like taking care of customers. And sometimes you jump off the plank and it doesn't work out, but it worked out then. One of the things I'm learning from your experience, the way you de-risk de it for anybody listening, if you've even considered like, hey, there's an opportunity out there, I might be interested in it. Like go shadow those people, right? Like go, if you can, I know maybe people work from home. It's a little different now, but like go sit in an office with them. If you can't like ask them, if you could listen to some of their recorded calls, follow along day to day, like what they do. Right. And one of the things you found attractive is like, Hey, I'm looking to build more relationships. And I think I can do that in account management. Right. And, and you went for it and you did it. One of the other questions I want to ask, because I think, I think it's important is you've found a lot of luck getting in front of these opportunities through your relationships, right? Bug crowd, hacker rank, like talk to us a little bit about like what you found to be effective when you're trying to get people to refer you into a role. Like, how do you go about it? I think I'm lucky. A lot of people in my life are lucky and are very successful. So that always helps. Like friends, former colleagues, former customers, just doing good work and, and trying to do the right thing <laughs> pays big dividends. Can I ask, in the relationships where you think like you you have felt empowered, what sets those relationships from the ones where maybe like it just didn't click? It's got to be symbiotic. And that can be with a manager, a colleague, or even a customer. It sometimes feels like one or the other person has to put skin in the game. My favorite customer relationship I've ever managed was with Atlassian, one of the companies I used to work for. And they were six months into a one-year contract. They didn't know why they bought what they bought and they weren't using it. They weren't happy. I came into that account. We just started to work on stuff together. And that relationship grew to being the best in my career. A lot of people there are, I consider friends now. And I think it just takes skin in the game from at least one party. And then once you start to feel that, you get fired up. And then it's not work. It's you're working on projects together, whether it's manager, friends, whatever it is. You, you nailed it. I think you got to care, right? Like no matter what the relationship is, both sides have to give a shit. Right. Excuse yeah. my language. But like that is, I think, very critical, like where both sides have to care. They have to put skin in the game. And the reason I bring that up is if there are people that do that for you, whether it's a customer or manager that care, right, and pay it forward. I, I think sometimes we take those things for granted, right? We don't appreciate them enough. And I think acknowledging that is really, really important. And I'll just get tactical. One of the things I've learned and I've consistently been doing this the last couple of years, and I've done this with you, Steve, is like keep in touch with those people, right? It doesn't have to be every day. It doesn't have to be every month, but like every few months just saying, hey, how are you doing? Giving them a call, checking in on them. It makes a difference, right? I think you and I have managed to do that over the years. Funny thing before this podcast, I called my brother, my sister, and then my friend, Andrew Green. And then I shot him a text. I was like, hey man, funny thing happened. I think I consider you family. You were the third person I called. It's so important to keep in touch with friends, family, coworkers, just people you've met and just do it with nothing to gain. Just, just do it. I don't know for you, but it fires me up sometimes when I'm down and you just catch up with someone and you're like, Hey, we're going through the same things. I'm not alone. Right. Um, 100%, dude. 
it, it makes it makes all the difference. This has been fantastic. I can't speak highly enough of our relationship. Know that I'm very grateful. The one thing we like to conclude every podcast with is if you could go back to any time, what's one piece of advice you would give yourself? Follow your passion. I love it. I'll share my personal perspective. I've always wanted to do a podcast just because it's my way of meeting people, telling their story, sharing with the world. I hope this is motivation for folks out there to do the same. Well, Steve, thank you for coming on the show. And until next time, everybody, be safe, be well, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Best thing about a business is as it scales, you start being buried in manual work. At some point, cracks start to emerge. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025, 37,000, that's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by or 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One, because your business is one of a kind, so you get a customized solution for all your KPIs. That is key performance indicators in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow all in one place. That is exactly what I've done time after time for our businesses and when we were scaling at Automile. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely for free at netsuite.com slash scale. That is netsuite.com slash scale to get your own KPI checklist at netsuite.com slash scale. Running a startup or managing a platform engineering team demands speed, quality, and compliance awareness. The dilemma often boils down to hiring more DevOps talent or overworking existing staff. Meet DupliCloud, the team that's challenged themselves to create a DevOps automation solution that frees their customers from tedious cloud infrastructure tasks, such as provisioning, landing zones, security controls, and much, much more. DupliCloud's intelligent solution is a game changer for fast growing companies. Experience it yourself with a demo with one of their product specialists. Mention this podcast and you can get two free months on an annual subscription with no strings attached. Go to duplocloud.com slash uncharted to claim this offer and get started today. That is duplocloud.com slash uncharted to get started today. I've learned the hard way to only work with the best. For anything related to business accounting, bookkeeping, and finance, the team at Monpack is my go-to. They've absolutely nailed it and taken care of me of the three to four startups I've worked at previously. And anyone that works with them can't endorse them enough. Their SaaS accounting service is sophisticated, scalable, and an amazing value. For me personally, they're trustworthy, high integrity, and just great people. Grab a free consultation with one of their experts at monpack.com. That is M-O-N-T-P-A-C.com. Montpack.com. 